Park, Winslow. You've been staring too long into the light. I've got my football pads. You want to, like, spar? Is that a thing you do? We can set up a tree. All right. And I will teach you how to stake a vampire. Wait, vampires are real? I mean, I knew, I, I figured. I mean, I knew that. <laughs> okay, so if I don't give in, then my powers are unavailable until the end of the mystery. As you mark off locked boxes, these requests get bigger and nastier. Uh-huh. You've used a lot of luck, so I'm asking you to do something really nasty. <laughs> Murder, beloved NPC Jonathan Metters. I want to try to commune with the Arbiter of Dreams, Merog, if she has taken over her father's mantle. Why did you kill me, Ari? This fate was never meant for you, Zegnarai. Why did you kill me, Ari? I wasn't in control! I just came to speak to you, Merog. Then you'll need to come see me. Before you're able to react, uh, they fire and a dart hits you right in your chest and you slump unconscious. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> you came. <laughs> I'm cool with being friends, but I don't, I, I don't want you to think that this is a date. Uh, you see Brittany on the dance floor. We're doing a shot and then we're dancing. You and me, okay. let's go. Okay. Right, right, you wake up in a bright, stark white room. And you can see various monsters up and down the cell block. Well, that's about right. And you immediately can tell once you get outside that the screaming is coming from the lighthouse. What could go wrong? I'm <laughs> rushing. <laughs> <laughs> do that though do what can i be can i be what is the word seduced twice by these you can do whatever the fuck it wants wait so okay just remind me how it works so since i turned down my order mm-hmm. i just lose my powers right yeah i'm giving you an opportunity to get your powers back here I'm pushing up by doing an awful, awful it's not a good look. No, I'm not gonna push a boy. I, I mean, I'd rather kill yeah, Johnny Matters than a strange little boy. <laughs> uh, let's go to. Uh, I want to leave that at a cliffhanger, and we're literally go. a literal cliffhanger. That's fucking good. Good classic lighthouse hanger. Mm. And uh, we're gonna go to Ari. All right, fine. How are you preparing for your journey to the wild? Mm, good question. Uh, I'm gonna say that in preparation for this, I <laughs> I made an error last time in throwing away my cell phone, but that's fine. I'll work with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to do is write two personalized letters, one for Ray Ray and one for Sarah, to leave for them. 
then I will detail in my letters that I'm going into the wild, but I will be coming back. I need to make sure that we are prepared for whatever potential war could be coming, and I need to see what allies we have. Where do you leave these letters? I think, like, right when you walk downstairs into the infirmary, there's the table that we've laid up on a few times before you go, like, back into the bunks. So I think right on that table. Cool. So when they come and look for me, they see that. Okie doke. And then I would like to call Seed Tate on the infirmary phone. It rings a couple of times, and you hear Seeb answer. Hello. Who is this? It's sorry, Seeb. Oh. No, oh, sorry. Yes, it's uh, the infirmary phone. It's, uh, it's nice to hear from you. It's been a while. It is nice to hear from you as well. I'm glad you're safe. Are you safe? I'm doing okay, just preparing for whatever's to come. Uh, that is what I wanted to speak to you about. Could we, could we meet? Are you still nearby Gullicotrica? I can be. I think we need to talk about what is to come. Uh, you hear a motorcycle outside and then a knock at the door. That must be the Domino's that I ordered. Hold on, save one moment. <laughs> Stalker. Wait, how could he hear you on the phone if he was driving his motorcycle? Magic. Magic. He came through a portal, a passage. It's, it's like when Ari met you outside of the police station. I, th I think I will lead Seab downstairs to where mundane eyes cannot find us or mundane ears cannot hear these things. It sounds like we're going to fuck, and I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to. <laughs> what? Ari, why do you seem so nervous? <laughs> also, Rooster's probably down there, so. Uh, whatever, whatever I need to say can be said in front of Rooster. He's fine. Yeah, Rooster doesn't live in the infirmary. He just hangs out there a lot. I, I feel like if Ari was, was sleeping, yeah. Rooster would have gone home. I don't feel like yeah, a, yeah. A, Rooster hangs out there when Ari's asleep. Firstly, Steve, we need to talk about what happened in my mind. Uh, yeah, are you, are you doing okay? A little bit has changed. And I kind of send like a green pulse of magic down into my hand. I am no longer connected to the Fae, it seems. It was quite impressive what you did with the brain freeze. You've learned, you've learned a lot. Trial by fire, mostly. We need to talk about what you saw. I could see what every one of you saw. I felt what you felt while you were in there. And I know you saw it. Ari, I know... I know how much she means to you, uh, but you know how much defeating that devil means to me. I know. I also know that that devil is not going anywhere. It resides in Sarah and it cannot leave. I tried myself to banish it. So what I'm asking for is time. I'll give you whatever time you need, Ari. I'm... I don't... I want you to know that I don't want the worst to happen, but I need to know from you that you're willing to do what needs to be done if there ain't no other way. I believe that when the time comes with Sarah's help, we can get that beast out of her. And if not, I know what needs to be done, Seep. 
Good. We'll find a way. Sieb, what do you know about what is to come? We met Calliope again. We spoke to her. What did what did she say? I don't know more than what I saw in the woods that night. She said that war is coming. And she said that her people lay claim to this world to the overgrown. She assured me that they would work to live in tandem with the people who live here, but I don't know if I believe her. I I believe that the humans, the denizens of the overgrown, will see them as a threat. I worry also that the wild is preparing to go to war with them. Her people? You said they lay claim to this world. Where... where are they now? Seb, we... we visited Atlantis. Like? The one of legend, yes. Oh. The ancient city. Surprisingly, the doorway was in Tallahassee. Oh, that is surprising. Much like a passage into the wild, we found a passage to Atlantis. They took something from Ray Ray, and I fear it's the last piece of whatever puzzle they need to begin their war. I don't know why the Fae would want a war with Atlantis if all they want is a place in the Overgrown. That leads me to my second topic. I may have an ear in the FAE, and I need to go to the wild. I'd like you to come with me. I'd like you to join me, Seep. I'm glad you... I'm glad you called me. I I don't know what Goodfellow is planning with you, being that he just let you... let you leave, but it can't be safe for you in a while, so... Yeah. I'll go with you. I'll watch your back. I better get this out of the way now. I don't mean to be copying your style or anything, but now I have a sword, too. <laughs> oh, sh- oh, shit, that's awesome. And I pull out my super cool sword. <laughs> it sounds like we're having sex again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> wow, this is a... It's a sexy episode. <laughs> you want to rub, rub our swords together? <laughs> We need to leave immediately, Steve. I'm sorry, we won't have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's a nice weapon you got there. Where did you get it? A fallen ally. I can can actually blast lasers out of the end of it. It's really cool. Oh, god damn, that's really cool. That's very cool. Also, have you heard of Nintendo? I'm I'm ready whenever... Uh, <laughs> whenever Ian needs out of this very dark place he's in right now, I'm I'm ready to I'm good to go. Ian and I were living in our space. Okay, we were fully in the fiction. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, he he agrees to go to the wild with you, and uh, I guess do you hop on his mo- on his motorbike? Yeah, I guess, or we could just make a passage. That's also true, yeah. Let's go halfway between the retreat and Barb's area and and make a passage, if you know what I mean. You both have badges uh, which contain the magic possible to open up a passage. 
so yeah, you could do big magic to uh, to do this. Uh, Seeb can help you, and it will be uh, probably pretty. You'll probably get like a bonus, like a plus one forward or something like that. Uh, so you can do that here, or you can go to where there's already a passage somewhere. You know of a few that aren't yeah. too far, but yeah, let's just go. I'm gonna head back and just take out my badge and place it like press my hand against a tree with the badge in the middle. And then I'm just going to start pulsing that green magic from my shoulder down into my fingers and try to open a passage through this tree with my badge. Uh, And he walks up and he places his badge next to yours as well. Um, And he takes out his, he still uses chalk for his magic. Um, And he draws uh, these purple runes around your badges in a circle and uh yeah i need you to roll use magic but plus one forward that is nine on the dice plus three with the one forward so 12 okay yeah then um immediately the passage whirs to life and the um bark of the tree starts to fold inward and then separate and you see this swirling energy sort of retreating into the trunk of this tree and it's a large enough opening to where you can go into the roots here i'm just gonna turn and not deceive and then step through so we see ari disappear into the passage and we see Seeb look around briefly and then uh follow God, I thought it was going to close the passage or something. Oh, you scared me for a second there, man. I was really worried. I was about to get betrayed. Okay. Thanks. Not yet. At least not that scene. With that, we'll go to Ray Ray. Ray, you've been awake and just kind of chilling. It's probably pretty boring in your prison cell here. It's very bright, so it's hard to even doze off. Is there anything you're doing in this time? You know, you've got the vampire across the way who you've talked to a little bit, as well as the strange owl creature. There's other monsters that you can see. (laughs) My God. Yeah, it's weird. They didn't take my harmonica. They took everything else. I just <laughs> left it this. So, uh... will you shut up already? <laughs> One of the monsters yells at you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> hey, I'm making art. Look, I know it sucks in here, but can you just stop playing that fucking thing? I hate the harmonica. Well, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to bring a little bit of happiness to this very dreary moment we're in right now. The only thing that would give me happiness is just a little bit of human blood. A little bit of that good red stuff. You just had some, did you not? Didn't you just have some? Don't they give you some every night? It's pig's blood. I. It's just not the same. You don't understand. I mean, I love pork. <sighs> Can you just let us out of here? What do you? What even do you have us locked up for? She just sc- screams up into the sky. What do you think about that, Owly? 
You doing all right over there? I, I wish I knew what the hell your name was. I'm sorry. I keep calling you Owly. I'm just... I don't know why I didn't consider the fact that you might talk to the owl creature. Why would I not talk to the owl creature? <laughs> <laughs> the owl makes like a a soft noise, and then it's it's sort of hunched over, and it looks up at you. Its wings are out in a way that covers most of it up, and it looks up through its wings at you, and its face is kind of, it's scarier than you thought it would be. It's pretty terrifying. It's got these blank, white, milky eyes, and when you address it, it just shrieks in your direction. Gives you like a... That's so alley. <laughs> Is that a that's so raven joke? No, it's just kind of a... I mean, it could be, I guess. <laughs> but it's kind of just a general joke about Allie acting like I expect Allie to act like. I also feel like I've only been here for like less than a day. Yeah, yeah. It's been like so. maybe an hour. <laughs> uh, and that's, yeah, you're starting to be like, oh, yeah, I know these people. <laughs> yep. The uh, vampire Kyla looks over at you and says, she doesn't seem to talk much. I think you and me are the. Two of the only kind of humanish people. I'm not a human, but you know, I'm not entirely sure if I am either. I mean, there's a tricky gray area. We learned a lot in the last arc, but <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll get there. I'm pretty sure I can get us out of here. She perks up. What? What? Uh, okay. What? Can I help? What can we do? I'm not really sure. I just I'm a little bit of an overconfident. Uh, person. So, I've, I've I've got a, I've got an idea. So we're just gonna go with it. Well, and if it works, I'll uh, you know, I'll help you out too. What's your idea? But hey, if you bite me, I'm gonna make sure your ass is locked at in there for a little while. If you get me out of here, I won't bite you or, uh, your you know anyone you you know. You just give me a list of people not to bite. And I won't bite him. How about that? Seems a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, let's just see where this goes. <laughs> a whole list. I mean, you know, five people max. But <laughs> so what do I have in this cell? You have very little. You have your harmonica. I have a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bed that's attached to the wall. It's very thin and uncomfortable. There's a sink. And a toilet. This might be annoying. I need you to explain to me exactly the situation of this bed attached to the wall. <laughs> okay. The frame of it seems to be made out of the same white. It looks and feels like plastic, but you can tell it's something um, more durable than that. And it is fused to the wall, and there is a leg on the two corners that aren't connected to the wall. And the mattress is just a few inches thick. Pretty cheap cloth. All right. I would like to, as quietly as possible, remove this frame from this wall. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Roll no limits. I, I don't know that you're going to be able to do this quietly, but I'll see what we can do for yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, like, I, that's why I said as quietly as possible. 
<laughs> or actually, do I have an idea of when the next feeding time is? Uh, yeah, you got fed already tonight, so it's probably not going to be until the morning. Okay, I would wait until the middle of the night. Okay. Or, or like very early morning. Sure. Like, you know, still dark. Like. Yeah, I mean, you can't see outside. There's no window in your cell. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, but you do get like, you have a general natural gist of the passage of time. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would like to try to remove this frame from the wall. Okay, roll no limits. That is a 10. Yeah, you are able to, I imagine you're pulling, pulling it, because if you were trying to like hit it in any way or, you know, whatever, it would uh, make more noise. So you get your arms around this thing and you're able to pull it and the seam uh, separates with your uh, massive strength. Um, you can tell that your full gator strength isn't there, yeah. is the thing. Um, but you have enough of it to uh, pull this from the wall. Yeah. And there is there is some sound, uh, but you kind of look around and nothing in the hall changes all right uh when i honestly don't even need the entire frame okay but now that i have it that's fine that's all the better the vampire across the hall is watching you pretty intently and some of the other monsters are looking over and i'm just going to sit here and wait until i see that roof opening open back up you're gonna wait for the roof to open up Mm mm-hmm okay Okay, interesting. I think that some time passes, and the vampire uh, gets impatient, and she goes, "So what? What's the what's the plan here?" Hey, uh, what kind of music you listen to? Uh, I what what? I mean, a little bit of everything, I guess. Mostly like. Uh, EDM. And Ray's still looking at the ceiling. EDM? What's EDM? Uh, electronic dance music. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't... I'm not too into that. But, you know, hey, to each their own. You know, I'm a pretty big country fan. You know, rock and roll. Uh, you know, I love, uh, you listen to Kiss. <laughs> They're like, uh, cartoon characters or something, aren't they? Oh man, they're you have no idea. They're just the greatest. Ray is still just looking up at the ceiling, but not like pointing his snout. Or no, he's not a gator. Not pointing his nose up, just just staring okay. up. Okay, and continuing casual conversation with the vampire. So you're really not going to tell me what you're doing? I mean, I thought we we're just sitting here having a good conversation about music. How about <sighs> movies? You like movies? Yeah, I. I I don't know that I'm interested in getting to know you better. I'm trying to get out of this place. Hey, you know, how old are you? I don't know how the whole vampire thing works. Were you like... That's yeah. That's pretty pretty fucking rude, man. I mean, it's a good question. <laughs> I'm, I'm 35. I'll start. 35, God. I'm, I was 35 about 100 and... 
two years ago. And you don't know who Kiss is. Well, that's that's cool. So uh, this is just going to go on until the roof <laughs> opens. <laughs> I get to know. I, I mean, I can keep I can keep going, but <laughs> <laughs> that's entirely um, up to. Hey, I'm the meat guy. Get ready for your meat, okay? Hey, I'm going to open up this door. Stand away from the shoot. So a lot of time passes. Um, it's maddening how long it feels because, you know, it's eventually the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the upstairs, <laughs> the ceiling, <laughs> the ceiling plate opens up and... Uh, some meat falls out of it like before. I wedge the bed frame into the opening. Okay. I would like to try to do that. No, you, uh, no problem. You have to like kind of stand on the sink to do it, but yeah. Yeah. Now what? I would like to make sure I get, I'm imagining, is it a open closed situation? As in it can be either open or closed? <laughs> no, like it like very quickly tries to close. Cause that was my, yeah, yeah. that was it, my plan it, is like, I just wanted to wedge it in there so it can't completely close yeah it closes on your on the frame you've wedged in there and um the it's still pretty bright and white in the hallway but uh red lights shine and start blinking through the passageway all right well i'm gonna climb up real quick and uh I would like to know what I see, like, throughout the roof area here. The roof area. Or if I get up, just wherever this door leads to. Okay, all right. I w yeah, I wasn't, okay. <laughs> I wasn't picturing the hole was big enough for a person to fit through, but. Okay. <laughs> I was. But I, like <laughs> <laughs> but I like I feel it. this should have been established. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. You're right. <laughs> So, but how are you, okay, but here's my question. How are you going to climb, there's nothing to, there's nothing really to climb. Like, you're, you have to get on the sink to get this bed frame wedged in there. Yeah, it's a bed frame. But, but there's nothing else, just like. Just climbing the bed frame and just getting in wherever the food comes from. <laughs> but if you climb, if you grab the bed frame, it's likely to fall. Well, you explained there were legs. Yeah. So I'm hooking the bed the bed frame through this door here. Okay. That was my mentality. Okay. Sure. This is a this is a a, a tough situation. I'm going to say roll act under pressure to see uh if you're able to climb this hanging bed frame from the ceiling. <laughs> I'm going to so use a look. <laughs> oh, nice. oh my god your monstrous side's gonna take over for your escape give me this please i need my monstrous side right now so i hope oh i'm ready my body's ready i'm gonna lay on the floor because i rolled snake eyes please eat a guy i need you to eat a man today <laughs> It's not really how his how his luck move works. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I'm not a monstrous. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to work perfectly. <laughs> and you climb up there, and because the bed frame is wedged in such a way, you're able to get your arms up through this tunnel, and you pull yourself up, 
and you look around and there's like a conveyor belt system. You look down left and right and you can see there are other openings where the conveyor belt can drop things. I would like to go to where I believe the vampire's door is. Okay. And I would like to knock it open. Uh, She looks up at you and she's like, holy shit, you did it. Don't fucking bite me. (laughs) Come on. And I'll put my hand down. She she laughs and she turns into a bat (laughs) and flies up. (laughs) Then she turns from a bat into a rat and uh, scurries up onto your shoulder. You could turn into a bat and a rat this entire time, and I just had to take a bed frame and get through here. You could have just flown through. Uh, never mind. Where's the Where's the owl? The owl is the next uh, next cell over from the vampire. Yeah, I'm going to the owl. I might regret it, but we're but we're homies. You'd probably regret it. Yeah, I might regret it, but I'm I'm playing Ray here, so I knock I knock the owl's opening open too. <laughs> the um you can hear footsteps marching down the hallway and um and you can also hear your ma- the mouse on your shoulder the rat on your shoulder start squeaking frantically as <laughs> in protest as you knock open the owl's uh hatch and the owl looks up at you and goes <sighs> And then uh, leaps up and um, is fiercely chomping at you with with her beak. Well, I immediately regret this decision. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do? (laughs) I will try to close the owls back. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I thought Uh, we were. We played. We played music together. I thought we were cool. Roll, um... Actually, you know what? No. That's not what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna beat the shit out of this owl. I'm gonna smack the owl in the face. I'm gonna say, no! We're friends! I'm helping you! Oh my god. And I'm going to borrow fervor to intimidate this owl into not being a dick to me. (laughs) Uh, the owl... This owl is, like, straight up a monster. I think you're gonna have to roll kicks of ass here. All right. To get it, to force it back into its cell. Well, that's a 10. Okay, choose one extra effect. Uh, force it where I want it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, what are you attacking it with? Just your... Just shoving it down. Okay, it is going to get you with its beak uh, for like two harm. Cool. And um, as you force it back down, you can see its cell opening up and... Um, you see other soldiers, you see soldiers entering the cell and firing at it. And one of them looks up at you and shines, uh, shines a light up into the porthole as you get the door shut again. Allie, I just wanted to be friends. (laughs) (laughs) And you scurry. (laughs) Yeah. You scurry away as fast as you can. Um, and with that, we'll go back to Sarah. What do you do? You, I will say, I will add that you look around. You know this lighthouse. It's been here in the park for a long time. There's a plexiglass barrier built to make it a closed room instead of like an open situation. But that plexiglass 
isn't there. And you don't see the Golden Gull and the park and the buildings of St. Anne Island uh, surrounding the lighthouse. You see the just pure, unadulterated wilderness of Little St. Anne, which is where you encountered the siren. Um, And it's where the lighthouse originally stood many, many decades ago. Is this kid a ghost? He doesn't appear to be... I was about to say, I guess the devil wouldn't have asked me to kill him. Well, I'm not about to kill this kid. Sarah's fallen a long, long way, but she's not about to murder <laughs> some innocent teenage boy. Fair enough. The seagull just continues to tear into his chest, and it's starting to like pull back flaps of his skin. Gross. And there are other seagulls that dive in from time to time to peck at his head and other parts of him. All right, I'm going to start whacking some seagulls with this hammer. (laughs) Sarah, is your goal here to hurt the seagull or to protect the boy? Protect the boy. I can't be an animal (laughs) eater or a pedo coming after us. I'm just kidding. Okay, roll protect someone. Could be worse. Of course. It's an eight. Yeah, you swipe your hammer at these birds, and they fly off of this young man who has a considerable wound in his chest. You do hit one of the birds as they fly away, and uh, they scratch at you with their claws, their talons. Do seagulls count as having talons? Is that... Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. Um, All birds have talons. I don't know if, du- like, I don't know, do ducks have, ta- you know, like, I feel like they don't, they haven't earned it. Okay. <laughs> All birds don't have talons because ducks don't. But they barely count as birds. So. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. Get body, wow. ducks. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're going to take one harm as they scratch your arm with their apparent talons and you hear behind you the voice of the old lighthouse attendant who is standing in front of the lantern it's bad luck to kill a seabird i didn't kill it i just smacked it out of the way he takes another step towards you enems the souls of sailors what met their maker all right captain jack I'm just going to check on this boy. He's curled over, clutching his his wound. His shirt was torn open, and he is um, he's kind of taken the torn remnants of his shirt, and he's pressing them against the wound to try and uh, hold uh, put pressure on the on the bleeding. Do I not have lay on hands either? <laughs> no, that would definitely count as a devil power. <laughs> Man, it's from the, the divine playbook. <laughs> <laughs> it just cancels each other out. All right. Well, I know basic first aid. Okay. I'll just put pressure on his wound. Yeah, you're able to patch him up reasonably here. I mean, you don't have any first aid supplies on you, but yeah, you're able to kind of assist him in uh, doing something makeshift to hold him together for now. Uh, but he looks at you, and you see you recognize this this kid. His name, you don't know really from where, but you do recognize him. His name is Damien. He's Mephisto's son. I'll say, is it Swiss cheese? 
Because <laughs> now he's Swiss cheese. Oh my god. He's got a whole. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> wow. You wish you want me to kill Bill's son? That's what you want. That's what no. you want from me. No. Bill hasn't been through enough. A divorce. <laughs> an attack on his home. All right. What? What are you doing up here? I don't know. I was on the beach with with Naman. I have you seen? Have you seen Naman? I, I I don't know where he went. I but we were on the beach and 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 that guy appeared and all of a sudden we're here. I I'm getting eaten by fucking birds. I'm gonna look over it old ghost man he's like uh uncomfortably close to you he's taken several steps since uh he was standing behind you in front of the lantern uh which by the way the lantern isn't even in the lighthouse anymore as it has been moved to the park it's been it was it was removed to, to make room for sort of an observation deck a long time ago so it's odd that it would even be there what the hell is going on here uh, he reaches out his hand and it goes through your chest and you feel cold all throughout your torso like it's spreading through your veins and you're going to take two harm, ignore armor. Damn it. Well, this is where I die. This is it. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Death is only the beginning. <laughs> Let me tell you about my good friend, Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I... I mean, I can't even hurt a ghost. He somehow pulled us back in time, I'm assuming, if we're on the lighthouse in the, or on St. Anne's. Are you asking me this? I don't know. I can't yeah. answer that question. <laughs> well, you, you said I look out and it's all wilderness of St. Anne's, right? Uh, you've definitely changed locations from what you can see, yes. Fucking portal. <sighs> What what do you want? Damn ye! Let Neptune strike ye dead! Winslow! Hark! And he starts to reach back towards you again. I want to grab Damien and try to make a run for it. Yeah, uh, Damien is al- already halfway down the ladder. And, <laughs> He's smart. Uh, He's like, no, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> you follow and... I'm gonna need you to act. To, I'm gonna need you to act under pressure to get away from the ghost before he gets another hit on you. I'm just gonna die here. You got this. Use the luck. It's a six. <laughs> oh no! I only have four lucks left. I mean, I only have two left right now. Holy shit! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I will spend the luck. Okay. Why not? I really don't want to die alone here. Where do you want to die alone? <laughs> In my house. <laughs> Dressed as Frodo. That's how I want to die. <laughs> uh, you manage to duck out of the clutches of this ghost. You get down the trap door and down the ladder, and you are running, and Damien's running with you. And um, you find that your the ground, the stairs under your feet are softer than they should be and you look down and you're running on the the giant tentacle of an octopus oh good it's good this is great you get down to the bottom and um you find Brittany 
who is tending to the wounds of another young man who has sort of a bleeding um, gash on his head. And you see Greg, who has retrieved his gun. And he's like, okay, uh, <laughs> uh, pain, what, what, what do we do? Um, what, what's up? What is up there? What is, do- what is doing this? I don't know. I think that that is a pirate ghost, which sounds like a really strange sentence, but there's, I we're on St. Anne's. Uh, yeah, we were on St. Anne's at the Gull. No, I mean, like, like the lighthouse has gone back in time. Uh, to little St. Anne's? Yeah. He, <laughs> he turns around and opens the door, <laughs> the door <laughs> to the outside, and, uh, he sees the beach of the, uh, little St. Anne Island, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. How how is that how how does that happen? I mean what what is going on? I'm not really sure. I'm trying to think like what I know I assume I would know like the history of the lighthouse, right? Yeah, yeah. You um you would know a few things. You would know that it was on it was historically on Little St. Anne to guide uh you know, to guide ships from hitting the island obviously um the island is uh, a, a thin barrier island that uh surrounds the uh the Gullicochica bay which uh historically uh saw a lot of um it was a port city so uh the lighthouse was pretty important for a long time uh, but it fell into disrepair after the world was more modernized and at some point, it was in danger of falling into the ocean uh, as the ground around it had sort of uh, deteriorated, uh, become uh, mostly just sand. And so they, there was a, 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 an effort made to raise funds to move it to where it now stands in the middle of the populated island. Are there any, like, rumors or, like, folklore sort of stuff that I would have... I would have heard before, like as a kid. Uh, other than the leprechaun that lived there. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Is this man a pirate leprechaun? <laughs> no. that would be great. No, he's not. He's the ghost of the pirate leprechaun. <laughs> there, there's, some, there's some folklore about it, mostly just like seeing shadows moving around in the top of it from time to time. If you're thinking about stories you've heard growing up about the lighthouse, you can attempt to investigate a mystery. Nope, don't don't know nothing. <laughs> don't don't know a goddamn thing. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled a with my plus one of five. These dice are going in the corner. Bad dice. As Brittany begins to patch up the um she's got some first aid. Uh, supplies on her Um, and she starts to patch up Damien's chest wound and the room begins to get cold you hear a faint sound of of cackling that just gets louder we need to get out we need to get out I've seen you sparring with a gull 
best to leave him be. Uh, out of mist that's forming in the room, you see the silhouette of this uh, bearded lighthouse attendant uh, starting to make his way uh, toward you. Run. Go run. <laughs> Welcome. Good morning. My microphone's turned down. Ian's microphone is turned down. Hello. So he's going to whisper to you. There it is. Hello and welcome. We're doing a semi-early Middle Trail recording today, just Ian and I. The Strouds are out doing baby things. Teaching her how to drive. Not making them, though, right? Are they no, we don't need any more babies on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's four babies in it already. hi Hey. There babies. it is. I'm just going <laughs> to loudly sip my coffee. Oh, that's good. Beautiful. Mm, oat milk. Goes down smooth. <laughs> I do love oat milk. Mm. As always, thank you for listening. You can find us on our Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at S-H-R-I-M-P-A-N-D-C-R-I-T-S. That's Shrimp and Crits. And if you live in a place that has fancy fun postcards, you can send one to us at P.O. Box 60934, Nashville, Tennessee, 37206. If you send us a postcard from where you're from, we'll be happy to send you one back from sunny Gullicochica. Yeah, and we'll do it in character, too, if you tell us who your favorite character is. Our promo this week is from the lovely... Lovely Craftians. You can find them at Lovely Craftians. That's C R A F T I A N S on Twitter. They are a Chicago based all fem Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast. Why don't we sit back and drink our coffees and have a listen, Ian? That sounds lovely. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity, and it was not meant that we should voyage far. And yet here we are in defiance of Lovecraft, laughing through the darkness. The Lovely Craftians is an all-ladies Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast with horror, humor, and no small amount of chaos set in an occasionally familiar modern-day Chicago. Brought to you by Wampus House Productions and the Penwich Studio Network, you can find The Lovelies on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcatcher, or anytime over at lovelycraftians.com. And remember, you never roll sanity alone here. Mm, that was delightful. That was one of the most delightful coffee sipping sessions I've ever had. Coffee and promos. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I do want to talk about a few things we have added to the Patreon uh, in, of late. Um, we have released The Most Monstrous Game, which was a wonderful collaboration between uh, Ray Ray and Kyle from Monster Hour as Alvin. Justin from Role Players as Slappy Pete, and Laura from Two Dollar Creature feature as Tammy Joe Marple. It was hilarious and a lot of fun. Um, so you'll want to check that out. We've also released a whole bunch of ASMR, a couple of Barb's bloopers, 
uh, a little bit, of, a little April Fool's treat. There's been a lot of cool new stuff. We try to release something every Monday that an episode doesn't come out. So if you are a patron of us, you will get a new episode of something every single Monday. A little treat ski. And if you're looking for a little more cap in your life, you can head on over across the pond to Thornvale. I did a recent guest spot on one of their one-shot series that is aptly named Thornvale Jr. We're playing kids on bikes, and they were so nice to have me along. There is one episode out, one episode out now, but there are more on the way. So go head over to Thornvale and check that out. And if you haven't already, you can rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice. Remember that we release bi-weekly on Mondays. Our next one will be out April 25th. We will see you then. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy it. going to move on back to Ari. So Ari, your passage leads you. Well, you tell me, where exactly do you want to go? Great question. Uh... I think that you would know that Merog would want you, uh, is expecting you at her home on the clouds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like it to open up out of the tree that is carved, not Ray. Nice. Nice. Outside of Jack's house. I guess a little bit away from Jack's house, I suppose. It was like down in a gorge. Yeah, and um, Seeb appears not long after you. He begins to follow you up the hill. How, what's the uh, beanstalk situation? The I'm asking you, not Seeb, sorry. <laughs> You're right. The beanstalk is still there. Wonderful. Oh, Seeb, perhaps we can just begin climbing that beanstalk before Jack sees us, huh? Um... I think that we might have missed missed the opportunity for that. Oh no! And you look up and you see as you've get you've gotten closer now. Uh, there is a crowd on the top of the hill, uh, surrounding a fence that has been built uh, around the beanstalk here. Oh, this is unfortunate. Come one, come all. You can see the beanstalk yourself. A modest fee. You see families of wild denizens lined up surrounding the fence, waiting to get in to try and climb the beanstalk. (laughs) I just need to laugh at the situation for a moment. If you wanted to bring me to a theme park, all you had to do was ask, Ari. Seep, we need to ascend that beanstalk. My contact, they live among the clouds. Have you climbed a beanstalk before? It's easier than it looks. <laughs> oh, uh, how are we going to pay? I didn't bring any wild bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Did that just happen, or have you been sitting on that very funny joke? That's right. Off the cuff, baby. Uh, see, poor cops. This is going to be easy. And I hold up my badge and I head towards the gate. Jack looks at you and he says, um, um, you can't, you can't skip the line just because you have a badge. You, you gotta wait just like everybody else. Jack, I don't think you understand why we're here. <clears throat> What's going on now? Ooh, we are from the 
legum division of the FAE, and we need to inspect this bean before people can climb it. I I know who you I know who you are. You caused a lot of trouble last time you were here. I don't remember you. If you'll be out of the way, we'll climb the bean and uh, be on our way. We didn't bring any wild bucks. <laughs> Why don't you roll manipulate someone? I'll do my best. It's a plus zero. That's a seven. Flat. Okay, so only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. So he's he says to you, he's like, look, last time you were here, you and your friends, the, the literal sky was falling. It caused a lot of trouble for me. I need you to promise me that that's not going to happen again. Of course that's not going to happen, Jack. And I grew this beanstalk last time, so if something happens and, you know, you lose it, I can just regrow it. Okay, all right, you may pass. Go on ahead. I'll remember this, Jack. Thank you. Several families uh, complain loudly as you make your way to cut the line, but but Jack allows you to pass and climb his beanstalk. (laughs) We ascend. You haven't seen my sister, have you? (laughs) She's still missing. I'll let you know if I find anything. Okay. Are we going to keep... I'm trying. I'm gonna climb. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. It no, was, it's okay. I should have asked you before. I was just wondering because I know. Is your mother well? She died. Oh. I'm just kidding. She's fine. <laughs> uh, always so witty, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta go. All right. Um, I you love climb. You. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. I'm going to keep yelling louder and louder <laughs> as you get it. higher. <laughs> as you get higher up the beanstalk. You climb and climb and climb for what seems to be days and no time at all. The two of you reach the top and you see this lovely suburban neighborhood around you. Uh, you see Zegnar and Merog's home. And you see a a big old picket fence that seems to be about four or five stories high. And you're on top of a cloud. Cloud instead of grass. That's all you need to know. See, I would stay close to the pathway last time we were here. The ground was falling out beneath us. I'm sure it'll be fine, though. I'm sure that had nothing to do with you. Absolutely not. Their home is this way. Are you expecting trouble? I really hope not, Seeb. We'll be fine. Okay. You approach the door. What do you do as you approach the house? Uh, I've got to just keep my wits about me and make sure this isn't a trap of any sort. I'd like to keep a keen eye on every corner and every window and everything as we approach, even though they are quite tall. Would you like to read a bad situation? I mean, I'd love to. Thank you for asking. That's six on the dice, plus two is eight. Hold one. What is being concealed here? As you get close to the house, it's, it's, it's really easy to miss. In fact, you almost don't notice it. Because the house is so large, and these are regular-sized uh, vines. But you do see what seem to be, what appear to you as tiny little vines and little flowers crawling and writhing about in uh in between the details of the house in certain places i'm gonna stop as i'm walking and just do a 180 so i'm 
stopped facing Sieb in front of me, if that makes sense. Okay. Sieb, I take back what I said before. There may be danger ahead. He puts his hand on his katana on the handle. There are vines creeping up that house that were not there last time I was here. Seems to be work of a familiar make. I think we're already past the point of no return here, Sieb. We may just have to go in. Are you prepared for that? I don't think it's a good idea. I think we should turn back if we can. Oh boy. Uh, I want, am I like close to the house, right? I'm like right up on it. Mm-hmm. Can I put my hand on it? It's a huge house and you are a tiny little person, but yes, yeah. you can put your hand on it. I'm going to try to cast the bones through my mirror. Okay. Uh, roll minus one. Because it's Atlantis magic and it doesn't work well here. No. All right. So I only have a plus one for this roll. I'm going to take out my mirrored glass shard, touch the house, and try to make this magic work. Seven on the dice. Plus one is an eight. Okay. So it says on a seven to nine, I get to hold one. And it's about the future, right? Yes. Cool. Once per mystery, you may perform some sort of divination to glean information about about the future, yeah. And seek guidance by divination. So it gives me an extra set of questions that I can ask from. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to use one of those and ask, who has touched this place before me? You see through your glass, the image is cloudy. Um, cloudier than normal. But you see through your glass... The face of Goodfellow, but it's not the face you're used to seeing. It's his fey form, his rows of eyes, uh, angular features, uh, sharp teeth, maw, uh, smiling menacingly. And you can tell that he is doing something uh, in this scene that you see on your shard. Uh, but you can't tell what. It's zoomed in on his face. It's showing you exactly what you wanted to know, which was who has touched this place. I apologize again, Sieb. I was gone for a moment there. I can, in fact, confirm that good fellow has placed some sort of spell upon this home. He wasn't wearing his suit. So it's a trap, then? I think so. I... I know that this is dangerous, Seab, but I believe that now I can do things that even Goodfellow cannot predict. This doesn't seem like the place for our confrontation. If, if anything, he's likely just trying to scare us. I, I'm prepared to follow you. Just, I'd be remiss if I didn't offer a word of advice. I faced off against against my greatest enemy. And I thought those exact same thoughts that I'd learned much, that I knew things that the devil didn't know how to counter. I just, I hope it doesn't turn out like it did, did to me. Thank you, Sabe. We all made it out of Tatesell because we had people there with us who would do anything to keep each other safe. 
Sarah did that for us. And I appreciate you doing that for me right now. Of course. I am going to knock on the door. He draws his katana. And you knock at the door, which opens. And as it opens, you get enveloped in a scene in the way that you wouldn't when a normal door opens. You, <laughs> you would still see you would so what I mean is you still you would still see the frame. Uh, but this door is so massive that when as it opens, you just sort of all you see is what is in front of you. And it isn't what you expect. It's not the living room of Merog, uh, which you are in part relieved about you when you last saw that that living room, it had the uh, it was in your dream and it had the severed head of Zegnar uh, mantled above the fireplace. But instead, what you see is a verdant jungle, uh, a clearing in the center of it anyway, where a very familiar gazebo. And you turn to see that the door is no longer there, and and neither is Seeb. Seeb is not with you. And you hear a voice from the gazebo say, Ah, yes, I've been expecting you. So yeah, let's go to let's go to Ray Ray. Let's go to Raymond. You are crawling through not the vents, the food delivery system of the Gear Prison. You can hear soldiers running up and down hallways beneath you. Um, but in true, you know, base of the bad guy trope, uh, they don't somehow don't know where you're <laughs> gonna end up. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah you crawl through this duct and occasionally you can see down into hallways where they're kind of running from place to place and higher ranking officers are barking orders and you crawl above another room you've kind of gotten into an offshoot of this system like you're no longer alongside the conveyor belt situation it got too narrow, so you had to make a turn. And you see through a vent a big room that's much different from the prison hall you're in. It has computers and machinery and big screens. And it is devoid of life. There's nobody in there. But at the center of the room, hooked up to all of these, um, like, pipes that are suction cup to it and you know sensors and things is the egg of the altamahaha oh oh my so you're saying the egg is hooked up to a bunch of shit uh yeah like a bunch of equipment that's getting reads on it trying to they're just you can tell that they're collecting data about this egg it's not nothing that like breaches the surface of it, but yeah, it's definitely like in place there. Look, I, this might sound weird, a uh, little new little friend of mine, but I'm close personal friends with this egg. <laughs> I need to get this out of here 
for the sake of all of us. <laughs> the the rat <laughs> squeak, squeaks at you, like starts to seem to protest, but then doesn't. I think that you've earned the vampire's trust. I think she's like, okay, my best shot of getting out of here is sticking with this strange, strange man. Um, Memory card, memory card, memory card. Roost always talks about a memory card. Hey, you see a memory card anywhere around here? There's got to be, like, some data we can take from here. I'm talking to my rat friend. <laughs> and I'm looking what? for somewhere that has, like, an important memory card. <laughs> Did you, are you leaving the duct? Are you getting out into the room? Yeah, I'm going to get into the room. Okay, yeah. So your little mouse friend hops off your shoulder and scurries along, starts scurrying along computers, trying to look for something resembling a memory card. Uh, in the meantime, what do you do? Uh, I'm examining the egg and trying to figure out the safest way to take it out. I feel like this is like a kind of what's most vulnerable to me sort of thing, or like what's the best way to protect the victim. So I'm going to say read a bad situation. All right. Well, not, not like nice, nice, but like a seven nice. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. Hold one. Yeah, what's the best way to protect the victims? Um, you can see that anything attached to the egg is done so by kind of a suction cup sort of thing. Anything else is some sort of like a laser sensor that's pointed to collect data from inside the egg. So... To grab the egg, all you would need to do is uh, remove all these devices. Common sense might say that that could be dangerous. It could trip an alarm of some sort. So we're in a room full of all kinds of equipment and stuff. Is there anything I can see that I can make a phone call on? Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, there are computer. I mean, there are computer panels all over the place. Um. Nothing like a phone, but being that this is modern times, you know, you can, if you can get anything resembling like a laptop, it can make a phone call. I want to message Sarah on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, if I can just log into, wait, are you, are you going to give me that or can I just find? No, I'll give, like, I'll give it to you. I, I want to. You message. are logging. Okay, I will say you are logging onto your Facebook on the enemy's computer, so they'll know. Oh, that's a good point. They'll that know. So good. But you know. Oh well, they already know who I am. They already know you're here. Yeah, right? I was about exactly. to say that doesn't matter. They know exactly who I am. They know where I fucking live. There's nothing I can hide from them. They're gonna use your profile to catfish people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to find a way to communicate with Sarah, which I feel like Facebook would be the the best way I could possibly do that. Great. And tell her where I am and that they need to summon me. Oh, interesting. Dope. All right, this is the next morning because you waited for them to feed you in the morning. Yeah, that's fine. This is it. This is that's kind of my worst case scapegoat. Yeah. Is just letting them know this is where I am and to Get me the fuck out if I haven't gotten the fuck out by then. Heard. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you see that it's like it's like 6.30 in the morning when no reasonable 
you know, monster hunting Sarah would be awake. So uh, you get like a um, you see that the message is sent, but there's no immediate reply. All right. I log out. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You delete your cookies. Rooster showed you how to delete. No, I probably don't delete my cookies. I'm just going to be real with you. (laughs) Okay. Do you do anything else on this uh, enemy computer that probably contains a lot of uh, information? Super helpful information about every single thing. I'm still just looking for like a memory card. Cool, cool. That's so funny. You're in a fucking 70s movie. (laughs) You hear uh, the sound of a disc ejecting and you look over and the rat has uh, pressed her nose up against a computer button and a disc has ejected from it. It's one of the machines that's hooked up to the egg directly. Well, that's got to be something. It's Homeward Bound on DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Is there... Anything in here I can use as a weapon, i.e. like even a chair. <laughs> you gotta hold the egg in a chair. I can I can easily hold the egg in one arm and a chair in the other. <laughs> There's absolutely chairs all around. Uh if you're looking for weapons, you can probably find like a gun even. Uh not like a super souped up machine gun, but you find like a a pistol that's there for the scientist in case something goes wrong, you know, that kind of thing. In case of dinosaur attack. I would like to find that. Yeah, yeah, you get it. And I'm just gonna grab this egg. Okay. You as soon as you grab the egg, one of the walls that seemed you thought was just a blank wall with a lot of screens all along it, you see now that it's one giant screen and it goes from uh blank to bright all of a sudden and you see the face of commander mccoy you thought you could just get out of here like that i went through all this trouble to capture you and that egg and you think i just let you go i'm just gonna shoot the screen (laughs) (laughs) amazing (laughs) um you fire into the screen and a massive crack goes up one of the sides of it and it flickers and there's parts of the screen still showing her face and other parts of the screen that are distorted and um, all of these kind of oily colors are swirling. And so it, if anything, just makes her look more menacing. And she looks down at you and says, How's the temperature in there? And you do notice that it's starting to get colder and colder. I would like to look on one of these computers and ask the help of my new friend here. Help me find a way to let them all out. And I want to see if there's a way to open the doors to all the cells from this room. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell mm-hmm. fucking yeah. I have a move mm-hmm. I can borrow if I have to. She turns back into her vampire form. Okay, look, I was... Sticking with this whole thing, because you got me out of there out of respect. It seems like you have a way of getting out of scenarios, but we got it. She knows we're in here. We got to I'm going back in the duct. I, I don't have time to give a shit about those other monsters in there. If you want to get out of this building, they need to look somewhere else. So will you help me open the damn doors? That is a good reason. You still need to <laughs> roll manipulate someone. Uh... Can I argue that I borrow fervor for this to use my tough to manipulate? Sure. 
Good. That's good, because that's an eight. Okay, uh, so only if you do something right now to show that you mean it. I will simply point out that there's two of us. There could be a lot more. <sighs> All right. So how do we get him out of here? Just help me look through this damn thing. There's got to be... Everything's technology in here. There's got to be a damn button. It starts to get so cold that you see frost forming on some of the computers, and you hear beeping from the monitors behind you in the center of the room, and it seems like there might be something wrong with the egg. Like, this, it's way too cold for the egg. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, she starts to look through the computer trying to get to the security options for the hallway. Okay, I would like to unplug the egg. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and unplug the egg. Yeah, you get all the machinery that's hooked up to it off, and the monitors that are flashing stop flashing, but you also touch the egg, and you feel that it is warm, but not as warm as it should be. You know a lot about animals and, you know, dinosaur eggs, animal eggs, I don't know. So there's one more move I can borrow to help with this computer situation, mm -hmm. if you will allow me. Okay. Which is from the gumshoe. Okay, I thought you were going to say net friends, and I was like, how? <laughs> no, it's from the gumshoe, and it's hacker with a dragon tattoo. Okay. When you hack into a computer system, roll plus sharp on a 10 plus, pick two on a seven and nine, pick one. And basically, I'm trying to gain access to somewhere you want to get into. Hmm. Okay, what is your... Which I'm just trying to sit next to the vampire and, like... What's your... Sell me on this, that this would be a skill that Ray or his monstrous side would have. GoldenEye 64. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Lots of spy <laughs> movies with Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> I will... I'm going to give you minus one ongoing here because it's getting so cold that it's really interfering with your uh, weakness. That checks out. I'm hoping for the best roll I've had tonight because I haven't had any good rolls tonight. Oh my god, that's boxcars. Nice. <laughs> Which makes it exactly boxcars. So that's that's a 12. Yeah. When you hack into a computer system, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, pick two. On a 7 to 9, pick one. You leave no traces. Learn something important can leave misinformation in place or Ooh. gain access to somewhere you want to get into. So first okay. off, I want to open the fucking doors to let every monster I can possibly let out of this bitch out of this bitch. Okay. And I would like to learn something important. There are many, many important things that I could tell you. Mm -hmm. So you find this command to unlock all the cell doors and you get a screen that pops up and shows video footage of all the cells coming out and the monsters just stampeding down the hallway, attacking guards as they go, machine gun fire, spraying all around, and then you start to back out of the system and you find a folder that says LWR. Wasn't that a president? <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> you click on it and you find that they have your whole retreat mapped out. 
and you find that they have files on the regular itineraries of all of the people that work for your retreat, including Peg. And you see a, a lot about their initial their initial plans were to get Alti, but then they saw how powerful the Gator Man was. And so they preferred to grab you. They changed their prime target. And yeah, that's what you get. You get that they have like a lot of detailed information about your retreat and how it works. I probably can't just delete <laughs> that file real quick, huh? <laughs> you delete it, but you know, you yeah, you're pretty they, sure it's on a backup drive somewhere have, or on one of the other dozens of computer. Yeah. All right. It's uh well. Uh, I guess it's time to go. As you say that, a door on the far side of the room opens up, and in comes Commander McCoy with her American flag bandana around her head, and she has a big coat on that is uh, keeping her very warm, and she has a very intense-looking rifle. Hey, you're hungry, ain't you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kyla's got her fangs out. She is ready to fight. And uh, McCoy says, Now, Raymond, we do not have to fight here. I think you know it would be foolish to do so. Uh, Shooter. (laughs) Oh my god, okay. (laughs) So she takes your bullet to the shoulder, and she ducks behind one of the computers on the other side of the room. And presumably starts like army crawling. Uh, you've you've hit her, but she has kind of disappeared as she ducks behind some equipment. And the vampire uh, heads over that way and l- starts to look for. Her. Hey, come on! Like I'm just I'm just trying to get her, get the vampire and run to the door. So you just make a break for the door. Mm-hmm. McCoy can crawl around all she wants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's in between you and the door. Yeah, it's fine. I still have a gun. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you start to run that way, and there is a shot fired as a bullet rips through your shoulder for two harm. All right, I'll take that. <clears throat> she's, like, sort of to the right of you now? You just run past her? Yeah, I'm just running out. I'm not trying to fuck with McCoy right now. I'm trying to get out of that room and get out of this building. <laughs> You hear her continue to fire, and you can try to avoid this fire as she's kind of, you know, the first shot was pretty accurate, but um, she continues to shoot at you as you run. So why don't you uh, act under pressure? Minus one because of the cold. Yeah. Ooh, that's a nine, right? Yeah, that's a nine. So her fire seems to be more aimed at keeping you uh keeping you off your path and you are forced to kind of move away from the door to avoid these shots um and her rifle's pretty intense she's able to keep up this fire at a pretty fast pace and now she starts to walk towards you to be once again between you and the door um the vampire is at the door and she looks back at you, and she sees that you're uh, kind of being singled out here. And she starts to try to open the door. What do you do now? I'm going to take that fucking rifle. Oh, wow. Okay. 
she's keeping her distance enough to where she would get a shot off on you. Would you hang back in that case, or are you still going for the rifle? I'm going for the rifle. Okay. Uh, so she shoots you again, and a bullet flies into your side this time. Uh, I'm going to... Can I, can I attempt to heal some of that? That's your gator power, which is suppressed by the... Let's let's have you roll plus weird to see if your power comes back to you in this moment. Yeah, that's also that was my next question: is how long has it been, and how much strength am I getting here? Is this minus one. Yeah. Well, that's a ten on the dice, so that's a okay. twelve. Yeah. So your power comes back to you. In that case, I won't heal just to be able to turn into gator form. Okay. If if you'll allow me that. Yeah. So your shot, her shot goes into your side. As you barrel toward her, as you as you run, your skin begins to turn green and your fingers turn to claws and your snout elongates and you once again become the Gullicochica Gator Man. And I want that fucking rifle. Okay. Um, to take the gun from her, I'm going to say... Act under pressure. Minus one is going to be a nine. Or actually, no, that's a ten. Oh, that's a ten. Okay. Uh, yeah, then you get it. You rip it from her hands, and she kind of falls to the ground, and she's looking at you in horror, very worried uh, that she, <laughs> that she's miscalculated her tactics here. Uh, but she calls her backup into her walkie-talkie. Commander McCoy, I need backup in the... Oh, God, I almost said science room, but I realized <laughs> how perfectly dumb that sounds. <laughs> In the science room. <laughs> <laughs> Requesting backup in the research room immediately. I just want to knock her out with a rifle and leave this room. That's just the total of things I want to do. Hmm, okay. Um, just want to give her a good pop with the back of the rifle and get out of this fucking room. That's not going to be easy to do with her because she's pretty trained i'm gonna say that's gonna be kick some ass because she is um yeah she's not gonna do let you do that without a fight okay yes yes <laughs> that's uh oh man that's not 12 that's an 11 because it's, it's minus one right yeah 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 okay, all right yeah that's 11 all right um then yeah you'll do harm to one another what's your extra effect I want to put her where I want her, which is unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> you hit her with a gun. It's going to do one harm. But um, here's what she does as she goes down before you get her in the head. She takes a something that looks to be like a grenade from her belt. And she pushes it into you. And it explodes with this super frigid air and it crawls over your skin and freezes your torso it's going to do uh it's going to do three harm to you because it's your weakness so it does an extra harm and uh it's going to make you slow here for a little bit and it affects her too but i think she know she did it because she knew she was about to get blasted I have to try to heal that if I can. Okie doke. Minus one, obviously. Mm -hmm. 
that will be a eight. Okay. Which is a heal two. Awesome. Because I was about to be a dying. <laughs> <laughs> um, now what? Now I just want to leave this room. Uh, are you leaving the egg? No, I'm taking the egg. I'm definitely taking the egg. Yeah, the, the egg is at the center of the room, which you're grabbing. Um, I think your vampire friend uh, just left. I think she just... Good. Uh, good. Failed. It's, it's good for her. You grab the egg and it starts to shudder. And then the shell cracks. Oh, no, 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 you don't want no, 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 no. What what do you do? You you don't want to do this right now. Uh, I run out of the room, and <laughs> I'm definitely not going to stay in this room with this. Sure, sure. I'm just running as fast as I can. And like, do I see a direction people are running in or anything? Uh, you run down the hallway, and you're met by a soldier who is across the hall from you, and he sees the gator man running at him with this egg, and he aims his rifle at you. Freeze! Where's Commander McCoy? I don't know. She sent me out here with this. <laughs> <laughs> no. You've learned uh, uh, so well. I'll see you, you later. So well. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, He's going to shoot at you. Yeah, that, that tracks. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Which, which I'm going to say roll to protect someone because... There's a good good chance that it'll hit the egg and not you. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. That's good. Okay. Uh, am I? I'm, is the entire place cold? No, just it that was, room. It was just that room. So am I? Am I not taking minus one? You're still taking minus one because of the cold grenade. Okay. There's like your skin has almost like frostbite. Okay. I mean, either way, that's a ten. Choose an extra effect protect them and i want to suffer less harm yeah the bullet uh kind of grazes off of you because between your armor and that effect you don't get harmed but yeah you're able to kind of move the egg out of the way so it doesn't get hit and uh, you close the distance between you and this soldier all right i guess i'm i still have this rifle so i'm just gonna hit him with it well the egg needs to be held by it's like a two-handed kind of situation. Okay. I don't still um, have the rifle. So I don't think you would still have the rifle. All right. Then I just want to headbutt him. Uh, okay. Kick some ass. That is a nine. Yeah, that's a nine. Oof. All right. If I fail on any of these healing checks, I'm dead. Uh-oh. He's going to shoot you for two harm, which is one harm with your armor. Well, I'm not quite dead, but I'm still going to try to heal that. Okay. I forget that I have armor again. It's been so long since I've been able to use my armor. (laughs) And I heal. That's plus one. So that's eight. So I heal two. I'm going to say that you... uh, This guy is just a regular dude, so you knock him out with this attack. If that's your intention. Yeah, I just want to knock him out and I'm just trying to fucking barrel towards an exit. Um, all right. 
you run. And I think for the rest of your time heading out in this direction, you all of the soldiers you come across are preoccupied trying to recapture the monsters that are running all around or, you know, kill them. I think most of them are just shooting to kill at this point. It's not safe to um, to battle these things. You catch a glimpse of that out, that terrifying owl creature uh, just ripping a dude to shreds. And you see um, you see this tall man with his top hat. You see his arm extending extra long, uh, sort of similarly to how um, um, Knox did at times. And his claws are just going into one of the soldiers. And uh, you see that that skin suited woman uh, flaying one of these corpses. It's just it's just complete chaos as all these monsters um, uh, move through this facility. Uh, and you are able to duck around and you find a garage. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, I'm a car monster. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Where's Bumblebee? <laughs> I need Bumblebee. You don't see Bumblebee, but you do see you do see one of these futuristic Quinjet type things. Uh, I don't think I'm even going to try with that. I just want to find an exit, like a window, anything. Sure, like I, sure. I feel like it's more low key for me to leave, not in a vehicle. That's fair. Uh, you start to make your way towards uh, the door that hopefully you see some sunlight coming in from the other side. And you feel another of these extremely cold explosions as another one of these cold grenades hits you from behind. Your egg falls to the ground uh, and you turn to see Commander McCoy sprinting towards you and I think that's where we'll end today's session Please just have him get knocked out or darted and then wake up in a room with a smaller food hole. <laughs> it's like duct taped to be smaller. No, I get to roll for that. Fuck that. <laughs> Keeper moves, baby. I've made it this goddamn far. <laughs>